Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Bellied Up Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Charlie Barons. Charlie. Hi, Miles. You know what today is? It's Leap Year. Leap Year. Leap Year. Yeah, it's Leap Year, Miles. Well, would it be Leap Day? Oh, it is Leap Day. Yeah. Um. By the way, I February got... February 29th. February 29th. And I'm going to do... I, I have to do this right up the, off the top. It's actually leap day for the Green Bay Packers. It's the 30th year, oh. the 30th anniversary of the Lambeau Leap. Um, or they're, they're, they're but you can only it. celebrate every four. I know. I forget how they do it, but it's officially leap day in Green Bay celebrating Leroy Butler's first Lambeau Leap uh, into the uh, stands, which started the great tradition in uh, of the Green Bay Packers, the Lambeau so Leap. Technically seven and a half years old, not 30. Technically, yeah. yeah. And uh, had I been better at math, I would have done that myself. But um, yeah, so, how do you celebrate Leap Day? Um, I often think about the people who are born on Leap Day. Mm -hmm. Do you think that their age should be based off of how many years they've been on Earth or how many actual birth dates they've had? I think it should be how many birth dates they've had because it, it without a birthday, you just you don't go through that. They're, they basically are the, the inverse of dogs, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's so if you're 40, you're 10 years old. Mm -hmm. I think that's only appropriate. Did you do that math right? Take 40 divided by four, and that equals 10. Oh, because leap year happens every four years. Why was I thinking seven? That's dog years. Oh, so I just made a dumb <laughs> analogy is what I did. Yeah, I, I see don't how know, it is. But it really, it is. It's, you know, dog years are sped up. Leap years are uh, slowed down. Yeah. How, uh, how do you think? Uh, Would you have liked to have been born on a leap day? I mean, I think it'd be special a little bit, but also, you know, less actual birthdays. And then, no, <laughs> I, I don't want that because how much pressure does that put on your actual birthday once every four years? Like if you have a birthday every year, it's cool. You can have a bad birthday and you can cry if you want to on it. But, you know, that's a lot of pressure on your actual birthday. Plus, I've got some siblings that would use that as an excuse to just, you know, not. Well, my siblings don't get me anything anyway. I guess it doesn't matter. I well, and I I do think that they usually celebrate on February twenty eighth. The other years, I think they celebrate every year. Why not March first though? Because they're a February baby. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. It's a weird thing that we're doing. You think we would have figured out a way to just not have to do an extra day every four years? Why are we doing that? I I don't know. I think it was had with Benjamin Franklin and daylight savings time or something. I don't know. I don't think you're right at all. I don't think it honestly. is right either. I've watched National Treasure one time and now. You know what? Anything I, to deal with time, I blame Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, I can understand that. I think we deserve it to our audience to let them know why Leap Day became a thing. Okay. Is so, it because years aren't exact? Uh, something like February 29th is a leap day, an intercalarie day. So intercalarie, is that how I say that date added periodically to leap years in the Julian and Gregorian calendars. It is the 60th day of a leap year in both calendars and 306 days remain until the end of the leap year. Yep. We, we know all that. What, why does it exist? 
Um, well, it exists because of the Julian and Gregorian calendars. In the Gregorian calendar, the standard civil calendar used most of the world, February 29th is added each year that it is an integer multiple of four, except for years evenly divisible by 100, but not by 400. The Julian calendar since 1923, a liturgical calendar, has February 29th every fourth year without exception. Consequently, February 29th and the Julian calendar falls 13 days later than February 29th in the Gregorian calendar until the year 2100. And then I don't even know what happens. Would you like to know any famous people that have been birthed on leap day? <laughs> sure. Pope Paul III in 1468. Albert V. Duke of Bavaria in 1579. Let's move up because no one cares about them. Uh, let's find our most recent leap babies. Um, 2004, Lydia Jacoby, American swimmer. 2000, Ferran Torres, Spanish footballer. 2000, I don't know any of these freaking people. <laughs> Holy smokes. Jesse T. Usher, do you know him? I don't. Jessica Long. Uh, she's an American Paralympic swimmer. Eric Kendricks is an American football player. Oh, there we go, Jared. Jared do, do you know it. Eric Kendricks? He was the Vikings linebacker. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. I forget. How many Super Bowls do you think they'll have? <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah, just, just got to ask. So yeah. why do we have a leap day? Well, because of math, All Miles. Right, you keep talking. I will get to the bottom of it. I just, and you know, this is, folks, here at the Belly Up Podcast, we, Miles and I have what we call a toxic relationship where I tell him the answers uh, very clearly because I read them off Wikipedia. And then he has to Google it himself. So now he's Googling, why do we have a leap day? And now he's going to. Okay, okay, I got it. Yeah. That took me how long? I don't know, Ten Miles. Seconds. Okay, you know everything. Why do we have a leap day That's fall every question. four years? Due to the Earth's orbit, there are leap years and leap days. The number of days Earth takes for completing a full revolution around the sun does not stand to be a whole number. So therefore, uh, there's extra time left over that ends up equaling a whole extra day around the sun according to the calendar. Now, why couldn't we just make the days exactly how long the Earth takes to orbit the sun? That's true. Why don't we just have like 26 and three-fourths hours? Well, be, it, I think I know the r real thing is it would be like 24.05 hours in a day. We do it because people aren't good at math. But then they hold a, a whole extra day? Okay. You know what they should do? Like, are we done with um with daylight savings? By the way, because you know how the clocks turn back. We should just. I do know about daylight savings. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin is the one that started that. Is it done? Are we done? I heard it was done, but I have seen no movement on that front. Yeah, I mean it's so annoying. Every time I look at my uh, microwave clock, it's just. <laughs> It's one. My microwave clock is either right or my stove clock is either right. And then by the time you get around to switching them, you got to switch them back. And then it's a whole thing. Yeah. And then there one is always right. And one is always wrong. And by one, I mean half right and half wrong. <laughs> Anyways, I don't think we really came to any sort of actual conclusion. No, we here. definitely got to the bottom of it. Well, you got to the top of it. But here we are, folks, at the VFW bar, ready to do another belly up podcast on this leap day. I'm excited. Let's do it. Let's take some callers. Welcome to the belly up podcast. Who we got on the line? Hey, this is Kurt. Kurt. 
Hi, Kurt. What are you guys doing? We're we're at the bar. What are you doing, Kurt? Well, I'm working. Where? Uh, I live in Washington State. Good for you. That wasn't what I asked. So. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Uh, are you right now cutting a trail? Am I what? Are you cutting a trail? Are you making a trail through the woods right now? No. Do I sound like I am? No. We talked to a guy earlier that that was his job, and they said that they could do eighty feet of trail a week. Do you think that's a lot of trail or not a lot of trail? I think it depends on the trail, to be honest. I mean, if the trail's pretty clear, I could probably do double that. <laughs> I think you could. Well, Kurt, what yeah, do you do know. for a living? Gotta, gotta be optimistic. Uh, I do gutters for a living. That a boy. I'm actually trying to do it right now while I talk to you. It sounds like it for sure. Yeah. Are you, you up on a ladder? Uh, not right now, but I'm about to be. He's <laughs> pulling it over. How many how many uh, roofs have you fallen off, Kurt? Uh, as of today, zero. But, you know, that could change. It's a little windy out here. Well, if you do get injured, we have a lawyer that you can call. Nicolay, baby. The yeah. guy with the beard. Just got to call 1-855-NICOLAY, and then they'll help you out. Sounds like a plan. He's about I don't know. If, I mean, is he, have, we ver- have we verified that he's a good lawyer? Or oh, yeah. Is this one of those guys on the park bench? He's actually award-winning. Yeah. He's award winning. Who's award and what is he winning? That's not as important as it is that you tell us what you called in for today. Yeah, you're 20 steps up that ladder right. now. I've been counting, so be careful, too. I know. Can you hear me huffing and puffing or what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I called in for two reasons. One of them I thought of while I was on hold yesterday, which is sort of a business idea, but I don't want any stake in it. You guys can either reject me or do what you will. I was thinking if you okay, have a well, hold on, hold on. The- we have we have a name for this. Welcome Kurt. to the Midwest Musky Tank, where your business ideas could be our business ideas if you play your cards right. Let's hear your pitch. All right. So I was thinking when you're waiting on hold and you guys have that terrible music, no offense. Um, what you need to do is you need to have a little like hold room where three or four people get to talk to each other on a conference call and you guys can record it and you guys can just take ideas from that and record it and do whatever you want. You can laugh about it. You can use it for your content. And then people have a little warm up session before they talk to you guys. That's really a great, I'm going to be honest. This sounds like a great idea. It's, it's, I was just, you know, just sitting listening to that mute, that dark, creepy music that you guys play for hours yesterday, and I thought, man, I'd love to talk to some other people right now. Instead, I had to keep working. Well, that um, we're we are gonna get uh, our people on that right now. I mean, now. it's kind of like uh, people who are into ham radios; they just tune into a frequency and they talk to whoever's on there. Yeah, it's our version of the yeah. ham radio of the truckers. We can have people yeah. having trucker yeah, type exactly. combos. I can live out my lifelong dream of being a trucker, but yeah. I, I won't be. But I will be. Yeah, that can be our where you at, what you hauling part of the show. That's perfect. And it's not even us. That's per- that's the perfect name for it. Kurt's hauling a gutter up the ladder <laughs> right now. Speaking of which. Yeah, don't mind me. I'm, I'm trying to get stuff done while I'm talking to you guys. Yeah, we know. 
Uh, okay. Um, so that's not the primary reason I called in, but I was uh, looking for some advice on, uh, I guess I, I lived, grew up and was born in Michigan, in Wayland, and uh, I'm trying to think about how I'm supposed to transition back because I'm here for the Navy, and uh, I got a couple businesses out here and made some good friends. So I'm trying to figure out what the process is going to be and how long before I move back to Michigan or if I should move back to Michigan. I would go ahead and say, yeah, you should move back to Michigan. Uh, Michigan is a great state, not as great as Wisconsin, but great nonetheless. Um, what part of Michigan did were you born and raised on? Wayland. Oh, he said Wayland. Yeah. Oh, where the hell yeah. is Wayland? Hey. Uh, you know where Grand Rapids is? Sure. We're going to have to go this way. Uh, so that's about 30 minutes south of Grand Rapids, if you know where that is. Oh, yeah, kind of over by Kalamazoo. Yeah, yeah. My mom works in Kalamazoo. Kind of the opposite direction, but you're close. All right. Well, tell your mom while we say hi. So you said that you uh, own a few businesses out in Washington State. What businesses? Obviously, the gutter situation. What else? So the gutters, the gutters, I don't own. I just, me and one of my good buddies who has been here for longer decided to start something because I needed a job. And, uh, so we started this and then we kind of have a little equipment rental company. Uh, we have some, like a dump trailer. Hey, hold up, Rob. We have like a dump trailer. We have a skid steer. You know, I, I haul trailers. I have a fifth wheel hitch and all that stuff. So just kind of offering the stuff that most people don't have sitting in their yard. Well, I got to tell you this. Uh, all your answers are right in front of you. You own trailers and you got the skid steer and then this, that, and the other thing. Just you and your buddy uh, put those trailers on your cars with all the stuff you rent out and uh, just drive to Michigan because Michigan has gutters. <laughs> and uh, I see a is lot. That, is, that, is that verified? Do we know that for sure? Oh, I know that for sure. Uh, my and sister. I think you know a guy who needs his gutter fixed, Charlie. I oh, I need my gutter fixed. It's a good idea. I, I broke my gutter actually uh, about a month ago, and I thanks for reminding me, Miles. I haven't fixed it yet. I better do that, especially with the snow and stuff coming. You putting up Christmas lights and you just fall off the ladder or what? Well, I was cleaning the gutters out, and yes, then I fell off the roof. Well, you'll be happy to know that just by cleaning your gutters, you're doing better than about 80% of people. Oh, you got to clean the gutters. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was some interesting stuff. This was a gutter on the back of my garage, and I don't think it had been cleaned in a long-ass time. I was uh, I was yeah. pulling science projects out of that. Um, hey, you guys want to know something I found lodged in the roof I'm working on today? Absolutely. Uh, I find a lot of random stuff, uh, Nerf bullets and, you know, mouse skeletons, but I found a nine millimeter bullet lodged in the roof today. Shut up. What's yeah, what, yeah. What? somebody was having some fun. Yeah. Um, or yeah. not so much fun. Yeah. It depends on, depends on who you ask, I suppose. Did you uh, did you tell the homeowner that you found uh, a nine mil situated in there? Uh, I don't know if he wants to know that there's people taking shots at his roof. So uh, 
I'm going to teach that one to myself. That's good. I can't wait to read the news story about the Washington man who uh, had his windows broke by a nine mil. Could have been prevented, too, had the gutter guy told him he was a target. So you were saying that. Yeah, that I guess you can just get bolts with windows. So you were saying that 90% of people don't uh, clean their gutters, and that's why they need to call you. Do you want people to clean their gutters, or do you not want to so that you have more work? Well, cleaning gutters doesn't always give me business. It's just over the course of 10, 15 years, it's the reason that people have rotting out wood and siding and so on and so forth. So if you clean your gutters, you end up having to spend a lot less money and you can get new gutters just because you want new gutters and not because all your house is rotted away. But if my gutters are good, why do I, why am I buying new gutters? You only need new gutters if they're anywhere between 20 and 30 years old and they're failing or they're leaking or whatever it might be. Everything has a life to it. Nothing's ever permanent. And, uh, so yeah, if you, if you want new gutters because yours are failing then that would make the most sense if you want them just because they look good, then you must have some good money or something. Why did you decide on gutters? Uh, cause we already kind of had a roofing company. I, sh- I say we, the people that I'm working for already had a roofing company and, uh, so they were tired of paying too much money to have someone pay for gutters or install gutters for them. So they decided to have me learn how to do it so that, uh, so that it would be cheaper and more cost effective. And then it gave me a job. Well, that's great. I mean, and now you got some good skills. You got some good inventory on your rental side. What's stopping you from just moving back to Michigan right now? Uh, well, my fiance is out here and she lives out here with her family. And so, um, gotta be respectful for that. Well done, but your family's in Michigan, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm used to being away from family, unfortunately. Well, so you give it a few years it out sounds there. Sounds like he's then, not going to end up moving back to Michigan. Yeah, kind of sounds. Like. Yeah, are we? Well, that's that's the reason I called is I'm trying to figure out if it's even reasonable or if I can do it. I feel like I might have buried myself too deep here. I don't think so. You're in the gutter business. Uh, I think this. I don't it- know. This situation sounds like it might be in the gutter. <laughs> What? Uh, how about how about classic? How about you do um, three years out there with her family, and then uh, you move back to Michigan, do three years with your family, and, and see which one you guys like better. Yeah. So the only I should have said this earlier too, but I bought a house last year. But the other thing is, I gotta I gotta be mindful of whether I'm gonna try and sell that only a few years after I bought it, or if I'm gonna try and turn it into a rental or whatever that might be. So did you get a good rate on it? Did you buy it back when rates were cheap? Yeah, I got a pretty good deal on it with a pretty decent rate. Um, more than it should have been, but that's kind of the nature of buying a house in 2022. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> well, Charlie, you got to make a decision. Should he move back to Michigan or no? I think, yeah, you uh, you move back to Michigan. The houses are cheaper in Michigan, you know, so you probably made some good coin on that house. I, I think really here it is. 
you're just going to be looking at Zillow, finding the, the deal you can't refuse, you know, find, find the house that's just solid and, uh, you know, bribe your wife with like there's a lake there or something. Take your time. Find the perfect house while you're taking your time. You're accumulating time with your fiance's family. And then by the time you get that good house, I think it should be pretty sold. Um, you know, and also yeah. float the idea with your fiance right now. Get her used to it and start telling her all the great things about Michigan. Um, it's pure. He's familiar with Michigan. He's got a. Did you just fall off? No, I wouldn't do that in front of you. All right. She's got a sibling out there. Yeah, yeah, a couple nieces. Well, this is this is this is very reasonable, my guy. Also, I just gotta say, you must run a tight ship over there at the gutter business. Is that accurate? You gotta just hang it lower. Uh, we try to run a little bit of a tight ship, I suppose. I, I love how he's, he's been on hold for two days, and he he hasn't taken even a 30-second break from doing his job to talk to us. Mm-mm. He's been huffing and puffing. The ladder's been clanking in the background. That's the guy that I want working on my gutters. You know what this is, Miles? This is payback for us keeping him on hold with that terrible. Yeah. <laughs> he's just letting us hear everything. For, this is his hold music. You know, well, just, I'm doing my best to try and keep you guys entertained as well as keep myself uh, paid, as you might say. Well, you're doing good because really we should be keeping you entertained. So if that's not happening, I think you're getting a raw end of this deal. Um, here's something to tell your uh, your fiance or wife. I forget fiance, wife. What are we? Okay, fiance. So usually if a couple of the kids go to one part of the country, the rest of the the grandparents, her parents will kind of move to be closer to the grandkids. So I think uh, you get in contact. Do you like your uh, your brother, soon to be brother and sister in law out there in Michigan? Uh, So she. Yeah, I mean, they're. The tough part is being born and raised Midwest for 19 years. You know, you're trying to familiarize yourself with people who were born and raised on the West Coast. So, I mean, there's there's some differences, but everybody gets along. What are the main differences between people on the West Coast and people in the Midwest? Um, I would say there's two main differences that I've noticed, which is one, work ethic. Uh, I feel like the average work a day out here is like 10 to two for labor jobs, which is mind blowing. And then, uh, the other difference is desire for land. So like I bought a house with two and a half acres out here, which is a pretty good amount considering the average lot size out here. But, um, everybody, I literally know a person who, uh, looked at a neighborhood and she saw houses that were like 10 yards apart. And she said that the houses were too far apart for her. Oh, she wants to just really high five her neighbors but, from their kitchen window. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- like peeping through windows. But like the problem is for me, I wanted to, I want to buy like 30, 40 acres, you know, I have a back 40, but uh, 30 acres of undeveloped land out here by me goes for over $350,000. Mm. Well, buy some land in Michigan. Do that. Start with buying the land and then slowly build a nice little uh, nice little ranch out there. And uh, then then it's yeah. Yeah. Just start slow. Just start building your dream house now. 
And then when that dream is realized, you can be like, you know, on your sisters are out there, your sister's out there and uh, people work harder out there. We can make more money, lands cheaper. Uh, you know, and, and yeah, I also have a deal with my buddy. If he wins the Powerball, he'll buy me a ranch in Montana. So I'm kind of hedging my best on that one. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would bank on that. If anything, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I think that's the best retirement plan, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. For, forget, just keep buying yeah. Powerball tickets. That's a real business. There venture. you go. Well, I don't, I don't buy them. I'm the, I'm the most unlucky person on the planet. Well, why would your buddy give you, uh? money from his powerball tickets if he wins i i i don't do you guys have that i don't don't know charlie you might need to do the math on that one why would why would somebody be so nice to another guy i don't know yeah you wouldn't buy me a ranch in montana if you won the powerball charlie wow what the hell i mean maybe you know i suppose if i already had a ranch of my own sure i'd get you a ranch miles why don't you promote your business out here now and then your business is going to explode because uh, we all know we have a huge following on the West Coast. <laughs> and uh, then yes, you can yes. move back I'm, to the... Eight people out here in, in Washington. Uh, I work for a company called Great American Gutters. So we also have a roofing company. And uh, if you need any equipment rental, Right Choice Rentals is, is the place to go. Right Judge. Right Choice Rentals. Right Choice Rentals, Great American Gutters. And what's your roofing called? Is it called uh, Right Choice Roof or Great American Roofing? It's a Great American. No, it's called e- it's called East Side Roofing, and we're on the west side of the state. I'll let you guys just take that one from there. <laughs> east side of town. Well, it looks like if you're going to Michigan, you got to buy a place on the east side of Michigan at least. So keep that in mind. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Well. Like, we- yeah, we we appreciate you calling in. Sounds like you still got a lot of work to do, and uh, good luck. We hope to see you in the Midwest soon. Hey, I appreciate it. I just want to plug one thing in, which is that this is kind of shameful for me, but I listened to You Bet Your Radio on Spotify for 32,000 minutes last year. Let's go, Holy dude. smokes. Hell yeah. I always have a headphone in when I'm working. So. Well, I appreciate it, my guy, and that makes uh, – yeah. Me much happier than it makes Charlie. Yeah, so. there's also this podcast yeah, called yeah. the Cripes Cast. <laughs> yeah, I think I got through about four episodes of that, yeah. and I was kind of over it. <laughs> you and everyone else. You and everyone else. <laughs> you guys, you guys don't do enough talking about shitting and farting on that podcast. That's I mean, about all we do. Yeah, I mean the radio. potty talk is the potty talk is huge. Uh, <laughs> cock rings is a big, big pro, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a couple other ones that Charlie's missing. I have to uh, say, but I'm gonna, uh, you guys are you guys are killing it. You guys keep me close to the Midwest, and I love it. All, All right, right pal. Appreciate I hope you it. can get back here. Tell your fiance we says hi. I'll let her know. All right, bye bye now. For- the whole time that guy was working, he belongs in the Midwest. I I love. There it, is about. Every company across the Midwest that would like to hire that guy. I mean, you can tell he he didn't take a, in one breath. He's talking to us. The other breath, he's talking to his uh, his apprentice. And the other breath, he's trying to catch. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the whole time. Uh, I hope he stays on the roof. He sounds like a guy who's not falling off. No. Should we take another one? Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to the Belly Up Podcast. Who is on the horn? Uh, this is Caleb from Missoula, Montana. Caleb from Zuma, Montana. Missoula. Yeah. Mo Missoula. I was like, going to ask where Zuma yes, is. Sir. 
Well, cool, Caleb. Help Missoula. Missoula. Nice. Uh, you a billionaire? Aren't there a bunch of billionaires out there? Uh, not that I know of. I am not one yet. Working on it, though. I like that. You'll I get like there. Mentality. You'll get there, Caleb. Well, what's on your mind, yeah. my guy? Belly on up. You know, I uh, I started this new job a few, few six months ago or so, and uh, my supervisor is one of my somewhat close friends from high school. We played football, but uh, I never knew that he had a cute sister. Oh. And now I don't know how to go about it. So trying to figure out how to go about this. So he's your supervisor, you said? Yeah, he's my supervisor. And and what kind of business are we talking? Um, I'm a, we're fabricators. We fabricate fire fire pits. Hmm. Okay, fire pit fabricator. And he's trying to light a little fire in his soul with the fella's sister. I like this. Okay, so you said uh, cute sister. Are you talking like you think she's wife material or what are we what are we working with here? I mean possibly. I mean, me and the kid I mean we we do everything together. We go ice fishing, hunting, everything. So I mean he wouldn't be bad as a future brother in law, but I mean how do I get him to see me as a future brother-in-law because he doesn't like that idea i would i would think okay so you've never talked to him about that you got the hots for his sister no no and i mean yeah i don't know what to what to say but i just lay it out and be like dude i think i'm gonna hit on your sister no, don't, yeah, you, don't, don't, so, don't do that. That is, I'm glad you called because <laughs> that's how you lose up. your job <laughs> and your potential love interest all in the same uh, swoop. Has the, has the sister? Oh yeah. Is the sister single and does she have the hots for you too? You know, I I don't know if she has the hots for me. So my supervisor, he was a year older than me, and she's a year younger than me. So. I mean, my senior year, I was varsity quarterback. So, I mean, you would think she would have the hots for me, but that didn't really work out with <laughs> girls in high school, as Miles probably knows. Hey! But, um, <laughs> yeah. but, hey, I will say, though, he, he knows more than Charlie. Cause, and I don't know if I should be taking Charlie's advice with this. It's, his marriage didn't seem to work out. But You know what, Caleb? Fuck you, all right? <laughs> respectfully oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, respectfully Charlie. you know sorry hey okay so i i think he brought up a few good points what's so, good point did no, he no, bring not, up not not with you so God. it sounds like he was the star quarterback yeah so what he needs peaked to do early. he peaked early well let's just hold like. on you need to if you when you're in the same room as this gal you got to just start telling her about how good you were in high school at quarterback chicks Love that. Oh, yeah. Open up the yearbook. Yeah, they, that's what I've figured. They just love when you just reminisce about the past. You know, they not really, but I, I'll try that one. Yeah, I think it could be a good option. Is there a time where you're going to be in the same room as her? I was just going to say this. So my supervisor, he's getting married in June and we're both in the wedding. She's on my supervisor's fiance's side and I'm on his side. So I don't know, like, do I just skip the dating part, go straight to engagement, like at the wedding? Do I take the attention off of him onto me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. This is because everybody knows that a wedding, the bride and the groom are getting too much attention. They pl- they, they're so tired of planning it. And then all these people looking at yeah. them. 
they need a proposal at their yeah. wedding. Is he just pitching us the 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 movie plot of Wedding Crashers right now? Did someone get engaged in Wedding I, Crashers? Well, no, but basically that they were there. The, he falls in love with one of the the bridesmaids. Oh yeah. Yeah, but he's, yeah. he's. I a, mean, I never thought about that. That's a good point, Miles. Are you a best man? No, I'm not. I'm not the best man. Are you going to be giving a speech? Threw hands over it. No, he won't let me anywhere near that mic. He said. Oh God! So, if he's not letting him near the mic, how's he going to let him near his sister, Miles? I know. So you're going to have to. I, do, this is a covert operation. You're going to need to make her. Yeah, you're going to need to make her fall in love before he even knows you guys have talked. Because it sounds like he's going to shut that shit down pretty fast. Yeah. Ooh, this this is good, too, because when is the wedding? It's in July. In July. You got a little time. You got a little time. My question, though, is his sister is going to have the option of a plus one at this wedding. So and and Ooh, you, yeah. some some gals wanna you know especially if their brothers getting married and the and then people are asking the sister to avoid the questions of so are you dating anyone sometimes they just come with a date so you might have to do a little yeah. work before the wedding uh, is even there uh, I don't know Miles does he do does he do it before or does he just try to snag at the wedding Well you need to first start being very interested in your supervisor's life. You need to know what he's doing on the weekends. Like, hey, what's going on this weekend? What are you up to? And as soon as he says that, unless she lives in town, whenever he says he's getting together with family, you got to somehow weasel your way into this function because that's the only way that you're going to be able to do any groundwork before the wedding. Yeah, I never thought about that. I don't know how I would go about that, but maybe just seem so interested in his family and not really his sister and then work my way into his sister. Where does the gal work my live? way into his sister? Yeah. You might want to rephrase that. Yeah, I get yeah, no, I'm no, now no, getting why no. you're not getting the mic at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's not good. <laughs> but, does his sister live in town? Yeah. She's in town here. Perfect. Where does she work? Hopefully she's a bartender. Uh, I don't know. Miles. I don't, this I is, just know she's pretty cute. That's all I know. You got to find out where she works because then you can okay. go and be a customer at where she works. And then you, uh, you don't, you, you, you know that that's his sister, but you don't tell her or bring up him at all. So that's how you're going to fall in love mm-hmm. is you're going to be a continued customer of this business. You'll fall in love. And then you'll yeah. be like, wait a sec. You're the sister of my supervisor? This is such a small world. How did this happen? Yeah, well, it turns out like we're in love, idea. so we can't do anything about it. Yeah, you're going to have to get in love with... You're going to have to make her fall in love before the brother has anything to say about it. Um, wh- yeah. How how do you not know where she works, dude? She lives in town. I mean, is she not on Instagram? Have you not done any research? I, I haven't stalked her too much, no. Um too much, but a well, little I, bit. Oh, I know it. She just not really. No, Charlie. Maybe See, I should do that. Well, again, don't take my advice. Um, but yeah, that's true. That's it, true. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, you, what do you know about her? Well, I know that uh, she goes to the university here in town, and that 
we went to high school together, but never knew each other in high school. And that, I'm working with her brother. That's about it. Huh. Okay. What do you like about her? Yeah. You know, you saw a photo of her. What just made your jaw drop? I mean, she loves to do everything I do. She goes hunting and fishing, and she she's just pretty. Okay. Does she hunt with her brother? Yeah, yeah, they hunt together. Oh. So maybe maybe I go hunting. With you plan the hunting trip, dude. You find someone with some land, and you invite him and his family. Just when I thought Charlie had no good ideas, he comes out with a banger. Thank yeah, you, Caleb. I like that, Charlie. Thank you. Cause a little cabin yeah. fever situation, you know? You're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There's no one else to look at but each other. Maybe uh, stoke a warm yeah. fire in the cabin. Yeah. And Next thing you know. Overserve her brother so he passes out early. <laughs> and then oh, it's yeah. time yeah, for the magic. He's not much of a drinker, so... He's yeah. not much of a drinker. It won't be. No, he's not. It won't be hard to get him too larried up, but uh, <laughs> hopefully it'll it'll go quick then. Yeah, I think you got it, man. I think that's it. What? Oh, do you, what is? Yeah, what's going to oh, be your pickup line? Because you gotta you gotta have something in the bag for when this moment finally happens. Because it's going to happen quick. I, I've never been too much of a pickup man. It's just more like. Just uh, straight to the point, usually. But what do you think I should do, Miles? Well, I want to hear. We're role play. Charlie is the girl. I will be the brother, and you are you. We are in a cabin in the woods. Okay. Fire is burning. I am hammered. Wait, what are we hunting for? That's important sure. information. Oh, I get a bull elk. Bull elk. Oh, oh, I can't wait to get an elk tomorrow. I'm going to go mix another drink yeah, in the I other mean, room, and I don't think I'll be able to hear anything from this room. All right, I'll be back, guys. Well, that was weird. Oh, okay. Uh, that, is yeah, he usually I, like I that at work? Up yeah. uh, not really. We try to stay off the bruise at work, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Charlie, I'm just going to call you your real name now, but... Uh, so, what do you think about uh, maybe hanging out by the fire a little longer, just being you? Um, you know, I'm tired. I might actually go to bed. Um, yeah, I'm just feeling. Hey, of, does anyone want a drink from the kitchen? Um, I. No, no, no. I'll take one. Okay, I'll get. It. I can't oh, hear yeah. anything from in here, so you guys keep talking. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then your brother's not here, so why why do you want to go to bed? Why don't you just want to hang out with me? Get to know me a little more. Uh, okay, so, like, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, I like to do anything that you like to do, I'd say. Um, wow. Like, hunting right now, or, I mean, I, I make a good good money, so, I mean, I could I could potentially buy you some, some nice purses or something. I don't know. I don't like purses. Uh, I'm literally hunting. Oh, in, okay. In, yeah. I, I mean. In, hey, we're uh, out of vodka. Do you just want something else, sis? Sure. Yeah. Honestly. Why do you look yeah, so upset? What's going on I, in here? I think your friend is trying to hit on me. What? Yeah. Caleb. Is, I, I'm going to need some tippy cow in here. Okay. He'll take a tippy. Do we have tippy cow? I'll go look. I can't hear anything from that room, so you guys keep talking. Uh, so are you trying to ask me out on a date? I mean, if that wouldn't be the end of the world, would it? I, I mean, no. I sure, sir. Sh 
I've had too much to drink. I think I might just have to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, that didn't go the way I was hoping. No, it way. didn't go the right way at all. What is going on with your game, Caleb? You want to, I mean, you making fun of me about being divorced. I don't think you're ever going to get up to the altar with yeah, that kind of game. At least he got married, you know? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do that's I want to go sit by the fire with you? You got to you gotta hide it a little bit more, I think. I think, I think what you could okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't go the direct approach. That yeah. was a crash and burn in the fire if I've ever seen one. Just start a casual conversation with her. You know, figure out what she likes. Okay. Pretend you're into it, and then uh, yeah, maybe she's cleaning the gun. If you guys are using rifles or something the next day, she's cleaning the gun. Be like, say something like, "God, you know, are you sure you know how to shoot that thing?" And then she'd be like, "Oh my God, stop." Yeah. Yes, I absolutely do. And I, she could say that, or yeah. she could say, uh, "Are you? You're a sexist piece of shit." <laughs> well, it depends on how you say it, Charlie. <laughs> does it? Yeah, it absolutely yeah, yeah. does. If you're playful with it, yeah. then she knows. I, you're I think I'm. I think I'm with Charlie here. That sounds kind of sexist. Oh, look oh, at yeah. that! Now Caleb's on oh, my yeah. side. Oh yeah, side the two guys oh, siding yeah. together. One's divorced and one's single as shit. <laughs> that seems like a good idea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Coming. Okay, well, if you don't like that idea, what is your alternative approach, my guy? Well, I, I mean, as we've been talking on the phone, I kind of forgot he was the one that got me onto this podcast. So I feel like he might hear it before I have a plan. So, I mean, <laughs> well, okay. what, this comes out in March. This comes this out. comes out. Or no, this is leap day. This comes out on leap day, leap day. So you got till the end of February yeah. to make a move. My guy. Yeah. End of, end of February. Okay. That, that's helpful. And do we have any advice on like, so we, we, I mean, our tables, we both fabricate on the tables side by side do you think i should just not come to work that day because he's gonna listen to it right away or do i just make sure i have an eye on him so he doesn't punch me or something i i don't know how to go about you this. you have to make a move on his sister Your time is now ticking yeah. you've created a ticking time bomb yeah and and we don't have time to True. take another caller today so this is gonna get published caleb unfortunately for you but you okay. know you know what though uh it, it's fine. I think you needed this. You needed yes. this this call yeah. to action. So, uh, can I ask you what was when, uh, how many girls have you dated in the past year? Oh, it's been a pretty dry spell. Yeah, it sounds like it with your pickup lines, yeah. Caleb. You got to work on your hey, game. You want you me? Know, to, you want me to rub your maybe, back by the fire? <laughs> yeah, no, no. We may we may be a little too. Uh, uh, we can't make decisions up. Let's just say that. What? Commitment issues, for sure. You have commitment issues. Yeah, for sure. Caleb, didn't I just tell you this was going to be published in early February, and now you're admitting you have commitment issues? Uh, yeah. So if there's any girls out there that, it, I mean, if sister does, uh, maybe bleep that word out. Um, if my supervisor's sister doesn't work out, Maybe if there's any girls out there that uh, want so this is the problem. Issues, this is the problem. Caleb, hit me up. We, this we, is the problem. Yeah, you need to have more confidence in what you want. But he also, it's hey, he's just always on to the next thing. 
Yeah. You know, this is not yeah. what your supervisor wants to hear on this podcast that he's listening, that you're just going to talk to his sister and then break her heart and move on to the next. Yeah. You got to really wrestle those yeah. commitment issue demons and commit to her. True. Why do you have commitment? Issues? Yeah. I mean, I, I never thought about that. I've never been one into my feels, so maybe I'll start thinking about that. Yeah, you get into your feels a little bit, I think. Figure out why uh, your clock's yeah. ticking the way it is. How old are you? Uh, 20. Oh, of course he has commitment yeah, issues. Is never, You're 20 well, years old. This is old. never going to work out. And yeah. she's in college? Yeah. yeah. No. And she's 19? I would just scratch the whole thing. Yeah, and yeah, and this guy... Wait, this dude's 21 and he's getting married? Uh He's getting married at 21. I told, I told him, I said, I, I wouldn't go into your own funeral that early, but okay. Well, yeah. I mean, now this is public and now his uh, fiance is going to hear this. You just keep digging yourself a grave. Uh, it's all right. She, she's cool. I tell her, tell, tell them both that all the time. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You tell they're, they're cool. Yeah. So you, you see her very pretty often and you know, like, Nothing about her aside for she goes to university well, and likes fiance. Oh, the fiance. Oh, no, her fiance. His fiance. Fiance. Oh, yeah. Why don't you ask his fiance so, for some advice? Yeah. Hey, don't tell supervisor. That would be great. Don't tell supervisor, but I'm really interested in her. her. What? Yeah. Oh, recon. Yeah. yeah. And then and then have her suggest a little double date. Mm hmm. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. But. Also, before we get off the phone, I think that uh, Montana should be a Midwestern state. Not going to lie. I know I'm over here in the Rockies, a little mountain, more mountains than you guys have. But, I mean, you guys talk about how friendly it is over there. And around here, it's the same way. And if somebody's not friendly, you just realize that they are straight from California. So, you know, they're not from around here. Well, um, have we done? We have this? been looking to acquire mountains in the Midwest. We talked about that on a previous podcast, Charlie. Yeah, maybe Montana are the mountains yeah. that we want to go for, and it touches a Midwest. St- oh no, it doesn't. It touches it, Wyoming, yeah, North Dakota, or North North Dakota, North yeah, Dakota. Right. Yeah. Now he's saying that the North Dakota ain't the Midwest miles. No, that's not, not what. You, that's not what you're saying. You know, Caleb, I literally live in North Dakota. Yeah, we're sitting in North Dakota right now, right now, in fact. Oh, are you? Okay. I, yeah. I Did we do Montana already? I think we already did this. I, I haven't heard it. Oh, maybe not. I, oh, maybe I missed it. Should we do it now? Go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, we should do it now. All right, Caleb. Why do you think Montana should be part of the Midwest? State your case. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Well, I kind of already did it with the mountains, the nice people. Um, I mean, you got a little bit of diversity. You, The eastern part of the state, flat, flat as balls. Um, you can't really <laughs> Caleb, see any mountains anywhere near. What do your balls look like, well, what? man? <laughs> oh, maybe. They're definitely blue the way <laughs> last year's been going for them. Yeah, hey, yeah they're definitely blue for sure. So... Yeah, they they look flat, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't really looked at them very often. Don't really observe that. <sighs> Caleb. All right, we'll just, we'll, okay, just, okay. we'll just take the flat part of Montana. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's well, a- the, the flat part? Well, wait. Okay. The flat <laughs> part of Montana. Um, 
I mean, we got great fishing. There's a little more hunting you can do over here with more uh, species, I feel like. Elk. Um, elk, yep. You guys have deer, I think, over there and stuff. And we got ditch chickens. I don't remember where that kid was from, but obviously a legend. South Dakota, but, yeah. Um, South Dakota, yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> South Dakota just beat us in the national championship for football this weekend, so that's rough topic but i mean yeah we have we have everything i feel like that it takes to become a midwest state all right well i mean i'll go with it montana we hereby declare is part of the midwest caleb here here let's go let's go let's go and look i know we razzed you a little bit here about the gal but uh we do hope that you can put Put some moves together, you know, figure out your thing and see if you can at least get a date with her. But also, no, you're 20 years old. She's 19. This ain't going to last. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe I'll just stick to making, keeping a good, healthy bank account. And uh, I mean, maybe worry about that later in the future. I I think you got to get some reps in, my guy. Yes, focus on your credit score, but get, get some reps in. So you're advising him to get some reps in on his supervisor's sister? No, I'm in, before he goes for the gal that he wants, just start dating some people, kind of figure out how the game works, and then uh, before he knows it, uh, he'll be divorced too. I also wonder well, how good yeah, of a, I mean, Charlie, yeah. I also wonder how the, good of a buddy... The thing these days is... I also wonder how Go good ahead, of a good of a buddy this guy is if you aren't razzing him about how hot his sister is. I feel like well, that me no, and my no, no. buddies would I, be doing that immediately. I no, no no Miles, you wanna know something funny? I am no joke sitting here because I just told him I was sorry because I felt bad because I made so many jokes at work about it where I didn't think he actually thought it. So I'm sitting here writing a piece of paper that says I agree to no more make jokes at work about his sister. And so instead so, you called a podcast seeing how you could date his sister? Yeah, I mean, that's the only way this could go, I guess. Well, Caleb, I wouldn't make any more jokes, but I didn't say I wasn't going to be serious about her. That's okay, true. Now he's go. serious. About All right. You know what? This actually shows a bit of commitment, calling it, in and telling us about this. It does. Yeah. Maybe you're not well, giving I, yourself enough credit, yeah. Caleb. Yeah, I guess so. But I guess we'll figure out if... uh on leap day if if I have it done or if he's going to hear this for the first time and be blindsided. I don't know if he'll be blindsided if you've been giving him shit about his sister. I mean, you kind of buried that a little bit. All right. Yeah, but I, I feel like he thinks I'm just messing around. Before we go, Caleb, I want you to honestly have a conversation with his sister. Tell her how you honestly feel uh, and and just put that out there right now. Oh, okay. So, like, do I have to pretend you're no, no, no? Just speak directly to his sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, because she's gonna maybe listen to this. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I really put pressure on me. I gotta make the move. This could have been good to make me commit to this before she hears this. This could be really good. Yeah, well, but, um, yeah. I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna call her Lisa for the for the sake of the podcast. But so, Lisa, you know. I've been, I've known your brother for like six or seven years now. And we played football back in high school together. And I, I, I think he's a great I was guy. The, I was the star Love. player, by the way. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, your junior year, Lisa, I was, you probably knew me because I was all over the field, <laughs> just tearing it up, throwing an interception every other play. That doesn't matter, though. The interceptions just mean you're throwing the ball. You got a gunslinger. Brett Favre threw a lot of interceptions, right? I mean, yeah, and he's that doesn't matter. Lisa. Possibly going to jail for defrauding the state of Mississippi, but anyway. Okay, well, that don't matter. All right, Lisa. But uh, I was just thinking, you're pretty cute, and just maybe you could give me a shot one day. But if not, you know, I just don't want things to get awkward. If we're gonna see each other at the wedding here in a few months, and I mean. If you want to be my wedding date, sure. If not, I no hard feelings, you know? Well, that was really romantic. I mean, that was nice. Yeah. I think you and Lisa have a shot at a real future together, Caleb. Yeah, I think so, too. But also, if my supervisor's dad is listening to this, <laughs> um, this is for, this is for uh, comedian... To, for me to be a comedian, that's it. Comedic uh, purposes. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I feel like I've had a couple too many tippy cows now. Well, I haven't been drinking, though. Uh, <laughs> for my, for my super- <laughs> <laughs> around and around we go. I know. Oh, boy. Well, Caleb, we really hope and pray that this works out for you, Mike. And Lisa, if you are listening, give the guy a shot. Just give him a date, at least one date. And then if it doesn't go that well, just vow to say, hey, we will be friends and nothing more. But just give him a shot. Give the guy a shot. Put him in, coach. All he needs is a chip and a chair at the table, and he's got a chance to win. Let's go, Miles. All right. I did my work. It's now on you, my guy. It's me. I'll I'll call back at maybe in a little bit or a few months, see how it goes. Please let us know got. how it goes. We would love an update. Yeah. All right. Oh, crap. I actually think about it. Yeah. I got to go, boys. <laughs> My uh, supervisor walking now. Okay. Well, good luck. And uh, you got this, my guy. All right. Thanks, guys. You guys have a good one. See ya. We'll see ya. Miles, that, that dude don't have a <laughs> snowball's chance in Florida summer at this gal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Every time I felt like he was going in the right direction, he would then spin us back the wrong direction. Yeah. So he seemed to, he's played it off at the beginning as if his supervisor had no idea that he knew she existed. Mm -hmm. And then he starts telling us that he's been making fun of that. He's got a cute sister Mm -hmm. and it's just kept going. And uh, that fireplace scene was a disaster. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I think he was nervous. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be way more nervous in real life. How's that going to go? I don't know. He's got to work on But you know what? He's a young buck, okay? He's a young he's a young bull. And I think that if he... This was a good lesson for him to know how far he has to go in order to really lay some game, you know? Um, and we're ho- all hoping and praying for him. I would love for it to work out. Me too. Good luck, Caleb. Folks, it's that time we got the man behind the billboards of the Nicolay Law Offices on the horn right now. Russell, ladies and gentlemen, joining the Bellied Up podcast again. Russell, um, 
I think Miles Miles has like a question just burning the hole in the back of his pocket. And so I'm just going to let him do it. He's Jones in here. Yeah. Um, big, big question on my mind. How were you able and what's the story? How did it start? How did we get to this point where you can't take a turn in Minnesota or Wisconsin and not see your face on the side of the road? on the billboards. Yeah. Well, well, basically I was about 12 PBRs deep and it just came to me. (laughs) So, (laughs) but what happened is I had been, you know, I've been a lawyer since 2007 in Wisconsin and um, I had dabbled in the billboard business for a bit. Actually the first billboard I got, um, it was kind of on the edge of Wisconsin and Minnesota. So all the people that commute to the cities and come back to Wisconsin could see it. So I took out a billboard and actually I didn't even tell my wife that I had a billboard and one of her friends drove by and called her and it's like awesome billboard that your husband has. And she calls me, she's like, you have a billboard? Not just, you know, a weird, awkward conversation at that point, but <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> many years later, you know, I decided to step up the billboard game a little bit. I had a few here and there. And so I thought, you know, let's, let's, let's go a little heavy on the billboards and let's make it a little more fun. Uh, and so what we did is we took my, a picture of my face and, and we cartoon, we made it into a kind of a cartoon and I was like, yeah, that looks pretty cool. We put the pine trees in it. Cause you know, I'm, I'm always, in the Northwoods, generally of Wisconsin or Minnesota, that's where I practice a lot of law. So I like, that'd be real cool. And I, you know, from time to time, I might grow my beard all pretty hot, pretty long. And so my two, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but my brothers, I hired them, they're lawyers here now too. Um, my brother, that's about two years younger. He was at my Hudson office. He lives in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, but he was up here. Um, and my brother, that's about eight years younger was here. And I had already showed my my eight year younger brother Ben. I showed him that like, hey, we're gonna do billboards like this. He's like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. He liked it. So we show my brother Adam. He's two years younger, and he goes, you gotta be freaking kidding me. When I showed him that the <laughs> cartoon, he was so pissed. And uh, he's like, that he's like, that is just ridiculous. And I'm like, well, the problem is I've already put it on an order, and we've got a few billboards going up with this, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> And now, you know, we're like several years later and there it is all over the damn place. Yeah, there's like a thousand of them, right? Not quite a thousand, but we're actually in the couple hundred range. It's actually okay. a trivia question on the internet that I think we have like a thousand dollar. If if you guess it correctly, you'll win it. And no one has yet, but people still enter. I saw it. It's like it's on. It was on TikTok. It might even be on Reddit now. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's a number out there. Someone... Uh, post the correct amount, even though it has been changing now because we've been adding more. We've moved into North Dakota as well. What's the um, source for that? Who do I go to find out uh, who's got how many billboards? Yeah, you should tell us how many billboards there are so we can win the thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Everybody's been trying to get that out of me. It's funny. They're like, hey, how many billboards do you have? I'm like, well, you got to, I guess, drive around and count. But 269. <laughs> how many, what did you say? 200 and what? 69. Yeah, you're getting close. It's in that range. Oh. Okay, a little inside information. All right. Now, also, I imagine there had to have been some other iterations of the cartoon. I imagine you probably uh, took your face and slapped it over Arnold Schwarzenegger's uni- uh, Mr. Universe body at one point, and then that probably got axed. <laughs> Were there other <laughs> iterations like that? I mean, you're a few beers deep at this point. You got to be going mm-hmm. crazy with it. And then when you wake up the next day, okay, let's just do just the head. Yeah. What were the ideas that didn't make the cut? 
Yeah, I mean, there's been a few things, but I can tell you this, that there was a guy, I had a case and this lawyer calls me and he says, hey, my client said that he saw you out on his property and you can't go to his property and check out what there was some like some evidence there, or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I have not been to his property. But I said, I'll tell you what, have him look at the billboard that's like down the road from his property and see if that's the guy that was on his property, because I've got a pretty decent sized beard right now. And the last time he saw me, it probably wasn't that large. Right. And so he starts laughing because I'd never been on his property. And then he sends me a picture. This is this lawyer. He sends me a picture of Brad Pitt and he goes, is this you? And I was like, man, I think that my wife wishes that was me. <laughs> and so we were joking around about that. And I thought, man, I should take a billboard and like make myself look like either a superhero, you like super muscular mm-hmm. or super good looking. So those ones didn't make the cut because I don't know if the bar association would like I'd be able to misrepresent myself that I was that tough or good. Yeah. All the legalities of practicing law kind of get in the way. That's the worst. Yeah, I know. Cause otherwise, you know, I might make myself look a little bit better. Cause if you (laughs) actually look at the, if you look at the billboard, you can see, you know, my teeth aren't perfect. uh, Yeah. I was going to say that you need some dental work. (laughs) Hey, I, I know. I hear you, man. I, so when I was a kid, I didn't get braces. So you know, I've got a little bit of gap in my teeth and you can see it if you look close enough at the billboard. And uh, my kids even go sometimes bug me about it. And some dude, I think on one of our um, commercials that we, it was either on TV or they posted on YouTube said, dude, you need to get some dental work on. Whoa, buddy. You know, like close to the heart on that one. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're in well, good company. As a, yeah, as a fellow gap toother up front. You see that, Charlie? Yeah, I got that. Nice. You just got to own it. It's part of your brand now. It's you easier to floss. Makes floss. You easier. don't got to floss, Charlie. I haven't flossed since the last time I was at the dentist. <laughs> so... <laughs> See, I'm in good company with you guys, and I feel like, you know, that's just the Midwest thing. I don't have to floss either. The dentist goes, hey, it looks like you've been flossing all the time. Obviously, I haven't, but it's like, yeah, because <laughs> I think it's stuck, man. <laughs> You're just swishing beer through your teeth. Yep. That's all you need. That's right. A, P- a PBR or a Miller Lite here and there will take care of it. Maybe a Bush Lite. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you calling in. Where can the folks find you? As always, if you're driving down the road in Minnesota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, like look to your right or look to your left and you probably see my face. Um, And I apologize that you got to see me everywhere. Otherwise, just check us out at NicolayLaw.com. Awesome. Hell yeah, man. Have a good one. See you soon when I'm driving. See you guys. Welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. Who are we talking to? Hey, this is Jaden. I am from Oklahoma. Hey, Jaden. How's Oklahoma looking these days? It's okay. A little cloudy today. Cold, but not too cold. What is cold in your mind? Well, right now it is 40, so it's cold, but it's not real cold. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty weather. You can still go outside without freezing to death, so it ain't too cold. Sure. That's true. Well, Jaden, why don't you belly up to the bar with us? Tell us what's on your mind. Well, I figured I'd get call y'all guys today and I got some careers. I haven't quite figured out which one I want. So I figured y'all might be able to help me. Oh, you got options. It's nice to have options. So you're looking for a career is what you said. Well, how old are you? I am 16. 16 turns 17 in a couple of weeks. I'm in high school. So don't belly up uh, to the bar with us, please. We need you to not be at the bar. 
This is in Wisconsin, and we're not your parents. So there's no yeah. go at this bar. But, wow. First of all, congrats to you thinking about your career at the young age of 16 going on 17. Yeah. So what, well, are, what are your possible career paths? Yeah, what are you thinking? Well, I thought about being an electrician. They're making pretty good money these days. Sure are. And I thought about uh, making furniture. That's fine. And I've also thought about being a musician. Thing is, I can't pl- I can't play any instruments and I can't read music. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't I don't want to put limitations on you, Jaden, but it seems like that may be more of a hobby in the meantime, playing music, considering yeah. you can't play music. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I've also thought about being a pilot because then you get to fly up in the airplanes, but I wasn't too sure about that. I I love this, actually. This is how you're supposed to think at 16 years old. The world is your oyster. You can do anything. Now, I know you said the electrician makes good money, which is definitely a good reason to do that as a career. But if there was money was off of the table, Jaden, what would you do? What would in is it being a musician? What would it be? Well, I'm interested in doing uh, doing art. I do I paint and I do uh, pencil drawings and stuff like that. But I actually wanted want to be an electrician because I'd like to build houses someday. And you can teach yourself a lot of stuff, but you start teaching yourself electricity and you're going to get shocked. That's true. There are Last some thing things. I yeah, there are some things you can YouTube, but uh, electricity, not really one we want to mess with because it can, uh, yeah, you can get shocked. As someone who has been electrocuted several times uh, in his life, by the way, folks, if you're trying to fix a uh, extension cord you've sliced by a lawnmower, a plug-in lawnmower, do, oh not, do not try to splice it while it's still plugged into the house. That's a little PSA. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's a no go. Done that twice. So, um, you're you're right about that whole electricity thing. Is this your big dream to design houses? You've got the art background. You you like homes, or is that more your practical one? Let's let's get your practical. Well, it's, deal it's more then, of my practical. Yep, that's your Sorry. practical one. No, I got you. That's more your practical. It's more my practical one. I'd like to design my own house someday. Not necessarily design other people's houses, but. Ah, I like that. You know what you want. So you want to do something in the art as something that was like truly what you'd want to do, but you're not sure if you can make money in it. Correct. Yeah, pretty well. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong in that it is tougher to make money as an artist. Charlie is one of the few that has figured out a way to make money as in the art of comedy. So maybe we throw it over to Charlie so if we can solve the problem of money in the arts, mm-hmm. maybe we can uh, have Jaden uh, follow their dream and do what they really love. Yeah, I think, Jaden, you know, not too long ago, I was probably in your shoes. And uh, this is how I went about it. I always I started working pretty young, so I had some money going on. And then you do these little one off jobs. I don't care if it's making pretzels or, you know, cutting grass or whatever. You got uh, some money that you can always go back to if all else fails. I know that if Miles fires me and that I lose everything, I can go back to fixing bikes and rolling pretzels at Annie Ann's. Uh, But 
if that, they hire you back, if they hire me back, the, the jury's out on if that'll happen. But so you always want your backup plan because what that does is it takes the pressure off you needing to make your art, you know, financially sustainable. But whatever your art is, you just got to do that every day and make sure that that's your love and your passion. So if you had all the yeah. skills in the world, though, if you had all the skills, not the ones you currently have, but all the skills in the world and you can make all the money doing it, what? part of the arts would you go into? Would it be music or would it be doing art? I don't really know. I, I like to dabble in a little bit of everything. Ah. I write a little bit of poetry. I tried to write a few songs, but I can't do music. Well, and I've done painting and drawing and making stuff since I was little. Well, not that I'm not much bigger, but Miles, Jaden's in the exploratory part You're in such a great spot. Deal. Yeah. You can learn anything on YouTube and you can get any cheap yeah. instrument on uh, Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. So if you have an interest in a instrument, buy that sucker and start uh, playing it. You know, it's it, and there. Uh, well, yeah, there there comes my problem. My mother bought me a guitar middle of last year. I bought myself an instrument. It's called a lap harp and it goes in your lap and you play it. And uh, I got. I've got all sorts of instruments. I got drums and all sorts of stuff. And I bought a electric piano so I could learn piano. I've been trying to teach myself piano. So I, it's not that I have a lack of stuff to do. I just haven't made up my mind on what I really want to pursue yet. Well, you're 16 years old. You should do it all. I know that's kind of a cop-out well, answer, but you should just do it all. You have... Well, that's what I'm doing. I was hoping y'all could give me a little bit more direction, but... Oh, that's why she called in. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I... I, I uh, Here it is. Here it is. The cream rises to the top, Charlie. You the know? cream does rise to the top, Miles. And so as you're doing and experimenting all those things, eventually the one that you truly love and you're truly really good at will rise to the top, and you'll kind of know, I think, just through experimentation. And in order to truly experiment, yeah. you got to give these things a fair shot. So it sounds like you have almost too much at your disposal right now. What I might recommend is that you take the thing that's kind of calling to you, speaking to you right now, and you say, all right, for the next month, I'm going to practice this thing every day, 30 days, boom, See how you feel about it. If it's hitting and clicking, keep going with it. If not, go on to the lap harp, you know, and do that and say it's a new year, 2024. So say every month I'm going to give something a, a real shot and give it. Give yourself 30 days. See how you feel about it. If it's not feeling right, dump it. If so, if it's feeling right, keep with it and pick up something else. You know, you got you got plenty of time. You have a job. Uh, no, I don't have a job yet. I'm looking at getting a job. Well, I'm supposed to be getting my learner's permit here within like two weeks. Haven't got that yet. Nice. So brother. I can get my. Do what? I want you to also to remember that when I was 16, I thought I was going to be a football coach for my living. Well, that didn't work out. Coach. Yeah, that didn't work out the way that I planned. You see, 16, he already gave up on his dream of being a football player. <laughs> no, I was pretty good back then. So 
And you didn't, but you didn't want to be a football no, player? No, I, I thought I was, wanted to be a football coach. I went to college, then I decided I didn't really want to. Then I thought I was going to be a personal trainer and do that. Didn't do that. Then I went and worked concrete for my dad, and then I thought I was going to build a big social media agency. And then next thing you know, I'm drinking at a bar on a Tuesday afternoon and making money doing that. And I'm 30 years old. And so really, you got plenty of time to figure it out. Maybe just the best route is just to pick something to start and then see how it goes. And however that goes, you adjust from there. Yeah. I thought about being a, a trucker too. That way I can drive all over the U S but I kind of want to stay more closer to home down here in Oklahoma. Well, you can do that and you can do the arts from anywhere too. And uh, so y- you got your options. You know, and I it, would say just pick yeah. one and start with it. Yeah. I think, uh, and then take Charlie's advice. Try it for a little bit. If you like it, keep doing it. If you don't, stop doing it. Thirty day money back guarantee. Yeah, I, I thought about being a comedian too, but I'm not that funny. Well, no one's that funny. I mean, I was not funny at all, at all. And you know, the way I went, it I started off. I wanted to be a, a, a an archaeologist because I saw Jurassic. What do you mean Park. you weren't funny? I was. I, that hasn't, that hasn't changed. Miles, I have feelings <laughs> too. Don't don't laugh at that, Jaden. See, yeah, it, it's dang. all about timing. That's all com- comedy is. That was a real authentic laugh, well, which hurts my feelings. <laughs> no remorse. Do what? No, I, you know yeah. what? Laugh, laugh at more of Miles' jokes, Jaden. <laughs> well, I thought about being a stripper too, but baby carrots don't turn people on. <laughs> Baby carrots. <laughs> Baby carrots don't turn people on. That's a good joke. Yeah, you know what? Maybe you got some <laughs> comedy in you on that too, Jaden. Uh, That's good. You know, just start exploring yeah. it. Just hey, just keep writing. You said you've been writing a lot. You've been doing it. Just just explore. That's it. Yeah, I I, I explore a lot of things. I do a little bit of. In a little bit of woodwork and engraving and stuff. I do a little bit of do a little bit of everything. And I, I you know what? I'm, I'm Here, here's what I'll say. This is this is what I'm going to leave you with. The world is going to tell you because you like to do and try a lot of different things that you're wrong. They're going to tell you that you shouldn't try woodwork, and they're going to tell you, you shouldn't try stand up comedy, you shouldn't all that. What I'm going to tell you is use that to your strength. People say, oh, you're the jack of all trades. I think that that can be a good thing. It allows you to adapt in life because that's what's important. And when everyone else gets narrowed in and focused on one thing, you're trying different stuff. You see different opportunities. So don't shy away from someone who's interested in a lot of things. Use it as your strength. I agree with that, Jaden. I I also want to piggyback off Miles' comment. Once upon a time, there was a peanut butter sandwich, and that peanut butter sandwich told the pickle sandwich, hey, I kind of like your pickles. And the pickle sandwich said, I kind of like your peanut butter. And they said, but no one likes a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. And then one day they decided to combine their strengths, and they created one of the greatest sandwiches ever made, and that's a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. And you seem to have a lot of peanut butter, and you got a lot of pickles. So don't be afraid if the world says you can't mix these to mix them. So 
That's some sage advice. You're welcome. Well, I like peanut butter and I like pickles, so I like that where this is going. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. No matter how this goes I down, got, we got, should all have a pickle and peanut butter sandwich. I think that's a good idea, Miles. Yeah. Well, I got another question for y'all while I got you on the line. Sure. What's on is your mind? Oklahoma Southern or, is Oklahoma Southern or Midwestern? Because people from the South say it's more Midwestern. People from the Midwest say it's more Southern. We say, oh, sorry, we say, how's your folks? And we're, we're plenty nice people. And I was starting to wonder, is that Midwest nice or Southern hospitality? Oh, that's a great question, it Charlie. Is. Go ahead. So, it, so what are you, haven't you been to Oklahoma, Charlie? Sure, I've been to Oklahoma. Yeah, I lived in Dallas for a little bit, and I, I crossed over that Red River, right? That's what it's called. And um, Yes, sir. Yeah, and I, I honestly would all, I, I throw Oklahoma in the Midwest for sure. Uh, it is one of yeah. those one of those very border situations. I mean, you yourself, you have a bit of a southern accent, but you're right. The mentality there is very Midwest, and uh, it's certainly flat enough to be in the Midwest. And um, you yeah. know, um, I I think I'm going to say it's part of the Midwest, and I hope that's okay with you. I think that works. Okay. Well, there we go. Here, here. Welcome, Oklahoma. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Well, thank you. All well, right. Thanks this for having me on, guys. Yeah. Th- this has been great. Um, I hope that you try it all. And uh, I think you, you won't go wrong work. by doing that. Yeah. Got to do some more experimenting. Well, thanks for that. Absolutely. And, and make yourself a peanut butter and pickle sandwich and see where that inspires your brain. All right. I'm going to have to go do that. Heck yeah. All right, Jaden, you have a good one. Watch for deer down there. You too. Say hi to your mom and them. I will. You betcha. Your mom and them. I like that. I do like that I mean, one. You might have to throw that in once in a That's while. That's a good one. Say hi to your mom and them. Yeah. I like that. Well, Charlie, Miles, I think that Jaden is going to be all right. I think so. At I- 16, you think that you got to have it all figured out. I'm 30. You're way older than 30. And neither of us have it figured out either. I'm six years older than 30 miles. You just wait. There was a time when you made fun of me for being 30. That is, that is actually true. We've known each other that long. Yeah. Actually, maybe 31. You I might forget. have. Yeah, but it's close. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're how old? <laughs> yeah. That's what you said. So good luck, Jaden. You got it. Yep. Don't and let the world tell you you got to pick one thing. You don't have to. Yeah, and don't worry about the age too. You know, I remember being sixteen, like, oh, I'm getting old. You know, and I didn't figure my stuff out till I was thirty. So, Miles, you're ahead of the curve. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah. Thanks. Well, guys, thanks for tuning into another episode of the Bellied Up Podcast. Charlie, it's been a pleasure as always. Miles, cheers to you, my guy. And cheers to your bartender. Don't forget to tip them, guys. Bye bye now. <laughs>